Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow, and we all know there will be little bumps along the way. But why not have fun and enjoy little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I am excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way, you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Hey friends, I'm so glad that you're back. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for your support and I'm so excited to share this podcast with you today. Um, During the month of May, we have been talking all about time management and productivity in motherhood and how we can really create um, more structure in our lives and, and find more joy um, in our, in our mornings and evenings. So we started out with our morning routines and then we moved on to evening routines and talked about that. And we set some goals with our morning routines. And and then we kind of got into a, you know, a fun bonus episode having to do with COVID. Um, and then we're back on track now with episode three. So now we're going to get into some, um, strategies that can help us out with our, um, time management and productivity. So let's just dive right in. Here we go. All right, so picture this. So imagine coming home at the end of a long day and you have your hands full of items that need to be put down somewhere. You come inside and you put your shoes on the shoe shelf, your keys on the key rack, your purse gets hung on the coat and bag rack in the mudroom, and you empty your water bottle, get it rinsed out, and then you place it in the dishwasher. Sounds familiar, right? Everything has a place and you put everything in its place right where it belongs. You wouldn't put your purse in the dishwasher while rinsing out your keys and you wouldn't hang your shoes up next to the coats while setting your water bottle next to all of the dirty shoes. I mean, it just wouldn't make sense. And well, it would be counterproductive. Yes, you're multitasking, but are you really getting anywhere? No. In fact, now you're going to have to spend extra time trying to undo the problems you just created by not using structure and order to your routine of coming home. The same reasoning goes behind the way we plan out our daily, weekly, and monthly schedules. If we prioritize our time and structure it so every important task we have to do has a specific spot on our calendars, those important tasks will be much more likely to get accomplished. Each task we have to do has a home, if you will. For example, it wouldn't make sense for our morning routine to be completed in the evening. It's something that we do in the mornings, which is why it's called a morning routine. It's meant to energize us. It's not meant to wind us down, but it makes perfect sense to carve out time each morning for us to complete our morning routines before we get started on our day. This is why to-do lists never fully get completed. We dump all of our tasks into one place and hope they will all, quote, find their homes. But (laughs) let's face it, it's not going to happen. Which is why we must set aside time blocks, 
or set aside blocks of time for each task by assigning it a proper home, quote unquote, or chunk of time on our calendar where it can always be placed. Okay, this productive strategy is called time blocking. I don't know if any of you have heard that before, but this is a new strategy that, um, I'm sorry, it's a strategy that may be new to some, but old to others, and maybe they just want a refresher on it. Um, Okay, so think about this. Remember back in high school or college, um, whatever um, you went to, or both, (laughs) where every semester you would get a stack of books. You'd get a list of your teachers and subjects that you'd be um, going to that semester, and then a schedule of your classes for the next few months. Well, guess what? (laughs) That was preparing you for right now. Those school schedules are a perfect example of what time blocking is and how well it works. Think about it. You would go to math and focus on math problems and do all these math equations and learn all of these different things having to do with math during the math class block. Then the bell would ring. You would transition by packing all of your stuff into your bag, putting it away and walking over from one class to another, finding your seat in the next classroom and opening up your book to then learn about, say, English. You no longer were for, you were bleh, you were no longer focusing on math. Your math book was put away. Your backpack was set under your desk, and you're not having to worry about anything having to do with math now. Your assignments were all put away, and you are now in the zone and focused, ready to learn about your next subject, which in this case is English. So you have your English books opened up. You're ready to go and listening. Then the bell would ring again after you had finished English class, and then it was time for lunch. So you'd head down the hall, you'd put your books and assignments into your locker, and then you'd walk to the lunchroom to go socialize with your friends over your sack lunch. This is the perfect example of what we, as moms, or even people in general having to do with whatever their, whatever their schedules entail, um, this is the perfect thing that we as moms should be doing with our calendars. We should be time blocking. We've got to learn how to take control of our schedules so they don't end up taking control over us. And then you ask, okay, Kim, that sounds great and all, but I have no idea what time blocking will look like with my own schedule and I have no idea how to do it. Well, perfect. (laughs) That's what we're going to discuss this time management strategy today. So we, we can get more done in less time and create more freedom in our lives for fun and adventure and spontaneity. Do you think that sounds like a good idea? I think so. And so that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to start time blocking because I felt like I was not having enough freedom and I wanted more structure, but I also didn't want it to be so rigid that I wasn't able to let loose and just kind of do things at random when I want to. So believe it or not, this is not meant to be restrictive and rigid. It's meant to provide the structure and freedom in your calendar to do more of what you love and less of what you don't. Okay, so what is time blocking? Well, according to Wikipedia, time blocking is a type of scheduling that can help you manage your time better. Instead of working by the clock, you can focus on finishing big and small tasks one at a time. So no multitasking right here. This will help you limit distractions, get things done faster, and leave you less overwhelmed by lengthy to-do lists. Essentially, we are going to learn how to manage our time all week long 
by categorizing and prioritizing all of your tasks into different blocks throughout your day and your week. So then you ask, okay, why should I use time management as a, um, I'm sorry, why should I use this time management strategy? So have you ever asked yourself the question, how can I maximize my homemaking workday so I can have more time to spend with my children and spouse? Or how, what's a better way to word that? How can I spend more time doing the things I want to do and less time doing the things I have to do? Um, or, you know, I want to spend more time with people that I love and I don't want to spend so much time cleaning and cooking and all those things. And maybe some people love those things. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing if you do, but what, what do you want to add to your schedule? What do you love and what do you not? And then we're going to, we're going to learn how to prioritize these things. And so we put the things in our schedule first that we love and want and need on our schedule before we fill in all the other things so that we for sure have things on our schedule that we want and need to get done. Okay. So how do I start time blocking? That's a great question. Let's walk through some basic steps of time blocking together. You can grab a pen and some paper um, and let's get ready just to take some notes, get some ideas down, and then you can get cracking at it. Okay, so let's start with what I call a mind sweep or some people call it a brain dump. To help you out, I've created a spark list um, for your mind sweep session. So it's designed to spark your mind to remember all of your responsibilities, your duties and tasks, to-do lists, etc. Just overall what you need to get done throughout each week as a mom. I'll try to leave a link um, for the spark list in the show notes or I'll post it on um, the Facebook group page as well. Um, if you're not part of the mama group yet on Facebook, but would like to be, look up High Five Motherhood Mamas group and send me a friend request. And then I can add you to the group. So again, that's High Five Motherhood Mamas group on Facebook and send a friend request. And then I can try to add you to the group so that you can get all of the fun um, links and posts and different things that we do having to do with this podcast. Okay. So number one, our mind sweep session time. So from here, you will begin your mind sweeping session. You're going to write down everything you can possibly think of that you have to do each day or need to get done throughout each week. It can be done. It can, I'm sorry. It can be anything from washing the dishes and doing the laundry to say laying out your clothes and gear for the next day to go to the gym, or it can be from menu planning and meal prep to play dates and work or school. Or it can be from dropping the kids off at school or picking them up from school to taking them to different um, extracurricular activities or to watering the garden. I mean, it can be anything. Okay. So any responsibilities that you have in any of um, when you're wearing any of the hats that you need to wear. So anything from you know, being a homemaker to a mother, to a friend, to a daughter, a sister, um, a wife, you know, any of those kinds of things. You want to kind of think of what your roles are, think of what your responsibilities are, and just start doing a mind sweep. Okay. So we want to write down anything and everything you can possibly think of. So take about 10 minutes to just sweep all of those responsibilities out of your mind and onto the paper in front of you. Do a thorough mind sweep. We're going to sweep out all of those to-do list cobwebs and get them out on paper. 
honestly, it's kind of freeing just to do that alone. <laughs> so enjoy it while you do it because it kind of is a way to de-stress as well. Because a lot of times, um, this is a great ta tactic you can use um, in your eating routine. And you can do your mind sweep at the end of each day and just kind of get all those responsibilities out on paper. So the next day you can kind of plan ahead and make sure that you have everything prioritized that you want with your time blocking and things. So that's another thing. Plus it gets all those things off your mind so you can actually sleep better. So there's a great tip for you. All right. Now we want to group similar items into mini lists and then we want to categorize them. So we did our mind sweep session and we had that spark list to kind of help us out. Now we're going to group similar items together. So after you finish your mind sweep, you're going to have a massive list that needs to be organized. Okay. It's totally disorganized. It's all just a running list. Okay. From there, you're going to look for similar items that you can place into smaller mini lists. This will become your page of categorized mini lists. So for example, one of my mini lists um, that I could write down, or I'm sorry, some of the items that I would maybe put down on my first mini list would be, say, going to go grocery shopping, going to the bank, getting gas for my car, going to the post office, um, doctor's appointments, etc. So I would put all of those in one column because they're all things that can be done outside of the house. So I would categorize them as maybe errands or outings or in the car, you know, whatever you want to call it. So in a nutshell, you're going to find similar tasks. We're going to group them together, put them in a little mini list, and then you're going to choose a title to put at the top of each of those lists that you're going to categorize them by. So I'll have some printables for you to be able to kind of um, work along this pathway to time blocking. It'll, it'll be a lot better to see it visually as well as me explaining it to you. So be sure to check out those printables in the links um, in the show notes and then also on the Facebook group page. Okay, so from there, we are going to prioritize our time blocks. So make sure every task from your mind sweep gets categorized into one of those little mini lists and we have a title for each of those mini lists because we don't want to have any stragglers left over, okay? You want to make sure you get all of your responsibilities and duties and to-do lists all written down and all put into your little columns. Okay, now look at your categorized mini list and add the word block to each one in your mind. So now you have, for example, a morning routine block or a housework block or an errands or outings block maybe a kid's bedtime routine block or a family block, et cetera. There's so many different blocks. You can name them whatever it is that you want and however you categorize them, you decide what the names are. You decide what goes under each of those um, names or titles, whatever you want to call them. We're going to take these newly made time blocks and we're going to star the ones that are of highest priority to you. Those starred time blocks will get placed first in your weekly schedule. You can also number them. So I did this and I think I had about 12, 10 to 12 different time blocks total that I had to prioritize. And so I numbered them um, one, you know, all the way to 10 or 12, however many I had. And the first one by far should always be your self-care. So that morning and evening routine time that those bookends to your day, that self-care, not to mention, you know, if you also need things like um, putting in um, workouts at the gym throughout the week. If you have certain group classes you want to attend or say you need to go get your hair done or you want to do your nails or, um, you know, take a bubble bath, whatever, whatever your self-care is that you need to do, make sure that is scheduled in first. 
Okay. And then you can prioritize from there, but the number one thing has to be self-care. It's so important to get that in because if you don't fill your own bucket, you cannot fill the buckets of others. Make sure to fill your own bucket. Okay. So for example, um, you can have your self-care block and then maybe your time, your family time block. Maybe you could have a worship block, like having to do with religion. Um, or you could have like a work or school block or both. So there's tons of different block names that you can call them, but I want you to decide what it is that you want to title them and, um, what's going to be in each of those, um, different mini lists. And then again, we want to categorize those and prioritize them by number. So when prioritizing your time blocks, um, we can number them just like we said, and we're going to start with that first one and we're going to plug that into our agenda. So whatever one you had as number one, you are going to find the times during the week that you need to get that done or it works best to get that done first. So for example, I have say, you know, my morning routine. Okay. I'm going to plug that in anywhere between like five and 8 AM every single day. I'm going to find what time works best. And I'm going to plug my morning routine in and you can kind of, you know, maybe time yourself when you do your morning routine, um, set a little timer or, um, what do you call it? Like a stopwatch type idea and just see how long it takes you to get that morning routine done, start to finish so that you have that time set aside. And you for sure know that that's how much you, you know, need to set aside. Um, and then you're just going to, you're just going to start plugging in one block at a time into your schedule. And, um, when you'd like them to occur, occur, or when you already do them now, um, currently and get them all in your schedule. So starting with number one, fill it all in and then get to number two, all the way up to however many you have. Okay. But hold on before you do your schedule and start plugging things in, just give me a second and let me give you some tips and tricks before you plug it all into the schedule. Okay. So we want to leave white space on our schedule. Do not plan out every waking moment of your week. You will not have room for the unexpected events that will occur because we all know they do, especially when we have children and someone, you know, knocks at the door and we got a dirty diaper we need to change. Someone needs us to come to the door and do something. All of a sudden we got a phone call, whatever. And then all of a sudden our plans are totally switched up. Okay. So plan for unexpected events to occur. Give yourself some, some little gaps of free time throughout the day each week. Um, so you can kind of get back on schedule as needed. Um, and it's also good to just have openings so that you have places in your schedule where you can, um, schedule things a little more last minute or, um, like for example, someone calls up and says, Hey, I'd really like to get together and I want to do a play date this week. Um, one works for you and you can look at your schedule and see that white block of space and say, Hey, you know, from nine to 11 on, you know, say, I don't know. Thursday morning, I've got, um, this free time that I can, you know, plug into my calendar and, and see if it works. Um, but if you only have one block of time and that person's schedule doesn't work on that time, then it's kind of hard. So it's good to have several different white spaces throughout the week. So you have opportunities to fill in for doctor's appointments or for social outings. Um, maybe a phone call that you need to make with someone or, the unexpected, you know, toddler tantrum before you're going somewhere or preparing for something, whatever it is that you need to do, just leave some white space in your schedule. Okay. Um, also it's a great thing, um, with white space because it's going to help you to catch up 
because maybe yesterday you were too overwhelmed to get everything you needed to get done again due to maybe toddler messes or tantrums or whatever, you know, mishaps happened. Um, we've all been there and we know it's going to happen. So just plan for it by having a few little places of white space throughout each day so that you can for sure get back on track. Remember to give yourself a little more time to do a block than you'll think you'll actually need. Because we all know that when we go to say, get ready for the day, (laughs) we think, oh yeah, it'll only take me 15 minutes. No problem. And then, you know, an hour or two later, we're actually ready for the day, right? (laughs) I mean, I'm sure we're not all like that, but that's just an example. So we always want to give ourselves more time than what we think we'll actually use. And then over time, as you track your time and different things like that, then you'll be able to kind of narrow down your blocks to better time frames as you go. But starting out, plan for more time than what you would normally do. And then you'll kind of get a better hang of things as you go. Also, include transition time. So give yourself five to 10 minutes in between each task for transition time or, or whatever amount of time it is that you think you'll need if it's more or less than five to 10 minutes. For example, if you were going to go do some housework and then you needed to get the kiddo some lunch, you're going to have to finish up what you're doing. So say you're you know doing laundry, you got to finish up by closing the dryer, starting it, grabbing the basket of laundry, taking it to wherever you're going to fold it and setting it down because you can't do that right now because now you've got to move on to the next next task. So then you go into the kitchen and you have to get all the ingredients out and get plates on the table and kind of everything set up before you can even feed them lunch. And so, yes, you are moving from one task to another, but you still need to plan for that transition time. So make sure that you have, um, you know, that good five to 10 minutes in addition to your regular um, actual time block you know, before and after each of the time blocks so that you always have that transition time available. So you're not, um, kind of feeling like you're constantly rushed. Also, don't forget to add mom breaks, which are super needful for all of us. We know how important those are. Um, take time for yourself and set blocks aside to just play and have fun, you know, having fun to just sit down with your kids and play with them or read them books or taking them out to go do something fun, going to the park, or maybe it's just some time for you where you just want to go get your nails done and go to the salon, or you just want to go for a drive or, um, you know, if you, um, so for example, um, I'm, um, LDS and, I would have my worship time maybe as one of my mom breaks. So I would go um, attend the temple as, as something that um, would kind of be my mom break during the week sometimes. So there's different things you can do. And even if it's that your mom break happens to be, you know, your babysitter comes by or you switch, um, you know, days with a mom where she can watch your kids one day, you can watch hers one day, and then you each get a time to do a mom break. Um, even if it's just like strolling through Target and seeing what cute home decor they have. <laughs> or whatever it is that you need to do. Um, Make sure that you make time for those mom breaks and you're carving out time for relaxation and rejuvenation and just having fun. Um, That's super important to add to your schedule so it's not just all work, work, work and no play. Okay, add in time blocks to assess your productivity or success um, along the way. So we wanna ask ourselves questions like, you know, what's working with my new time blocking schedule and what's not? What can I do to improve it? Um, what, you know, what time blocks maybe 
need to be eliminated. I just don't even really need them. I thought I was going to use them and I just feel like they're kind of a waste of time. I just don't need them in there. Like maybe you're putting in a lot of time blocks to, um, you know, maybe do housework and maybe you're overestimating it and you actually need less time, you know? And so you kind of narrow down the blocks or maybe you need more time to do certain things. And so you kind of make them bigger or add in different time blocks that you forgot that you needed to add in, you know, just kind of, um, assess that, um, that time management and productivity. And you can do that maybe like say once a week, um, a great day that I love to do it is on Sundays. Cause it tends to be more of a chill day. And, you know, my husband's off work and we're usually just doing things that have to do with, you know, religious um, purposes. And so, um, there's a lot more free time in the day and that's kind of sometime when we can get in a lot of prep work. So, um, we, we do things like Sunday night prep or we'll do things, um, you know, during the day, but that's a whole nother topic we can go into another day. Anyways, we just want to, um, take time to assess your productivity. Okay. Then, um, you don't want to forget to add in time blocks for your morning and your evening routines. And don't forget to create those routines too. (laughs) So take the time, um, you know, in your morning or evenings or Sundays or whatever time that you have to kind of prep, um, for things and, um, and plan out those, those morning and evening routines and what you're going to do in them. If you haven't started that yet, at least, at least write things down and just kind of get an idea of what your, your routine would look like in the mornings or in the evenings to kind of give you those bookends to your day to really help you to, um, you know, go back to centering yourself and grounding yourself and helping you to, um, feel more of a human being than just being a mother. Cause we wear so many hats, but we need to make sure that we have that time to just be us, to just, you know, be yourself and not have to serve or be there for anyone else, but just to take time to be you. Um, so that's super important to make sure that you get those AM and PM routines in, um, as time blocks. Okay. Um, now we want to do, we want to place the big rocks, quote unquote, in before the small rocks. Um, just as Stephen Covey would say. So in other words, we want to prioritize those time blocks, like we had said earlier, and you want to get in the things that are of biggest or highest priority first. And then you want to fill in the rest of your spaces with those small rocks that are um, still good to have and important, but they're not necessarily a necessity and one of those big, high priority, big rocks. Um, so that being said, again, we still are not fully filling in our schedule. We are leaving some white space each day, which is pretty hard to do. I was, I was time blocking. And as I did it, I was like, holy cow, how am I getting all of this stuff done? Because I just don't see enough hours in the day to get everything done. Like you start realizing how much we do as moms. And it's almost like hard sometimes to time block because we have so many things we need to do. And then you start realizing, okay, there's some things that I can eliminate from my schedule because I'm too booked to even have fun, you know? And so you need to make sure that we're, we're simplifying that schedule and just kind of minimizing the amount of stuff that we put into our schedules. Okay. So we just have these fast moving lives and we've got to learn to just kind of tone it down, eliminate a few things that are just not necessary um, or necessities and make more times for some fun and some free space on your calendar. Um, Okay. Then we also want to plan fast moving tasks during high energy peaks in the day. And then we want to plan our low energy tasks during our low points in the day, which totally makes sense, right? So for example, we want to do housework or, you know, exercising things that are higher energy 
at a point in the day where we would have the most energy. So um, for example, I would exercise early in the morning because I had the most energy in the morning. And as I need to do, say, computer work or, you know, checking emails or um, office work, if you need to, you know, do bills or whatever it is that you need to do, you want to do that during the low energy points of the day, like say your, um, what do you call it? The afternoon slump after lunch. Um, your energy gets very low usually right after lunch because your, your body is starting to digest. And so you kind of slow down, um, you're losing some energy while you're trying to digest. And so that is a time where you can definitely get in some things that you need to maybe sit down more for, you know, folding laundry and things that are just a little more lower energy levels. Um, so those are just some fun tips and tricks that I had thought of also, um, adding in a few more. So we want to, we want to add in even the small tasks like texting and replying to emails and phone calls, running errands. We want to plug in all those little things into, um, your time block schedule. You don't want to forget to do all those little things. Granite, again, we're not going to make room for everything because there may be some things that we can eliminate, like going down the Facebook rabbit hole or Pinterest or whatever. We can eliminate some of those things that we don't need to do as much or as often and focus more on the things that do need to get done and prioritize our schedules better. Um, we also need to communicate our new schedule with our family and friends. Don't keep it a secret. Let them know what your priorities are and what you're doing so that they know that when you set your schedule a certain way, it's not because you don't want to, you know, do something with them in that moment or whatever, but it's because you have, you have set your schedule and have your priorities right so that you are in control of your schedule and it's not in control of you. And if they come to understand that better, then they'll support you more in it, hopefully. And, and who knows, maybe you'll inspire them to start time blocking as well. And maybe they can kind of, you know, work alongside with you and you guys can help achieve your goals together, which can be great. Um, you can also create a, a symbol or letter system to help you to remember what time blocks you should be plugged in and what ones you need to unplug from your electronics. So for example, if you are, um, if you're a working mom, so you're working at home or something like that, then during the times when you have your work blocks, you're going to have like, say, um, a star next to a P and you're going to say, you know, I'm plugged in during this time. I got this tip from um, Jordan Page, who um, also has taught about time blocking. Um, she's a great, you know, mommy blogger type thing as well. And anyway, she she does that. And I think it's a great idea to kind of remind yourself, okay, during this time, it's okay for me to be plugged in. And I don't have to feel bad about it. You know, I can go, like, if I'm at the gym, I can put my AirPods in and I can be listening to an audiobook or a podcast or some music and I don't have to feel bad about it um, because I'm, I'm doing me time and I'm, and I'm enjoying um, being able to be plugged in for a little bit. It's okay. It's not a bad thing to be plugged in. Just we want to take time to also unplug as well. So we're not just constantly plugged in because um, it takes away from our productivity. Also, there are times when you want to be unplugged. So for example, if you are in your family block time or your family time block, sorry, 
then you're going to want to be unplugged because you want to focus all of your effort and time and energy into your family at that moment. Because that's the moment when, you know, say family dinner, for example, that you're all together in the day and your husband's home from work and you guys want to just kind of catch up and see how each other's day has been going and things like that. And we just kind of want to put our phones to the side, maybe put them on airplane mode so that they're not interrupting us at all and just take time to be with your family. Um, so yeah, it's great to kind of put like a U, a star with a U for unplug during, you know, a certain time block or, or a P for plug in during a certain time block. Um, or you can, you know, do whatever symbol or letter or whatever it is that you want to do that kind of triggers you to remember it's okay to do plugging in at this time and it's not okay during this time. Um, also there's, um, another tip that I got from her was that you could print out, um, your time block schedule and laminate it. And then you can use a white, a wet erase marker to fill in each week so that each week you can write out what your time blocking schedule is and how it's all going, fill it in with the colors. And then when you're done, you just wipe it off and then you can have it for the next week so that you're not going through so much paper. Also, you can color code um, your time blocking schedule and you can assign a different color to each new time block to help you stay organized. So you know, if I have like, say my family time block is orange and my, um, yard work time block is green and my personal time block, like my self-care time block is say, you know, pink or something like that. Then I can see when I'm looking at my calendar, just at a glance real quick, you know, what time it is and what the color is. I know I'm in that time block. So I'm, I'm looking at the nine o'clock slot and I'm seeing the color and I'm like, Oh, it's my self-care time. Like this is my time I can be doing, you know, such and such and such. Um, so you don't always have to be, you know, constantly making sure you're reading all the details of every little time block, but you can just kind of see the time and the color and you got it, you know? Um, so that's something that can help out. And then along with that, having a, a color coding key. So a color coding key is just going to help you to keep a little bit more organized. It's going to help you to see the color, which matches what time block you're in. And also the next one that you're going to be doing in the schedule. So it just kind of helps you to stay on task and to know what's coming up. Also, you can do digital reminders on either your smartwatch, your phone, if you have a smart speaker or different things, and just kind of put in um, rituals or routines or reminders in those digital devices to help remind you of when each time block is occurring. And um, you can give a reminder, you know, maybe say five minutes before, 10 minutes before, maybe half hour before. So it kind of gives you um, a warning that, Hey, I need to wrap up what I'm doing and I need to get ready trans to transition into the next time block. Um, it's been very, very beneficial to me. I've been using it, especially on my smartwatch. I've really been enjoying it because all of a sudden it'll vibrate. I'll look at it. And I also attach an emoji to the, um, the wording. And so if it says, you know, for example, um, snack time and playtime time block or something like that, then I'm going to have like a picture of maybe like a sandwich or an apple or something like that. And then I'm going to have a picture of like a kid doing a cartwheel or something like that. Those two emojis put together so I can look at it real quick. And even if I don't have time to necessarily read it, I can see those emojis and know, okay, snack time and playtime is coming up next. Um, I have this much time before transition. I need to start wrapping things up and getting ready to transition. Um, so it's been really nice because I, I tend to do it about an hour before um, I need a transition code. So it kind of gives me um, a better idea of how much time I have left and what I can actually get done in that allotted time. And it helps me to stay on task because I know, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to wrap up pretty soon. So I've got to hurry up. And then on top of that, 
I'll get another one probably at about half an hour. So I start thinking, okay, I really need to get moving. And then about 10 minutes before, okay, it's time to transition. I need to stop what I'm doing, close it up, and I need to start on the next task. So it's been a great way to really keep me on task, on schedule, um, and also just kind of remind me ahead what's coming up so I can be mentally prepared for the the next task um, ahead. So anyways, those are just some ideas that I have. I hope that they're beneficial to you and they've helped you out. If so, please let me know. Go ahead and leave a comment or leave a review. That's one of the best things that you can do. Um, for this podcast to really be more customized to you is to leave a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you're loving, what maybe you would like to see more of, um, and maybe what you've learned from the show so far, things that have been beneficial to you that would really help us out. So thank you so much. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. As always, I'm cheering for you. I'm here to help you succeed and to do your best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies. I hope you've enjoyed the show. We'll see you next week.